So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. When you were talking about your story, I just remember there was like this week he wasn't in the game and they kept showing him. And you're like, he's not even in the fucking game. Why are they showing this fool? <laughs> I'm so sick of it, bro. Everywhere I turn, Cleo Mac, Cleo Mac. It was hell. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Max and Juan cast. I'm Max. I'm joined by my good friend, Juan. We're finishing up, Juan, our 8th Division off-season previews year-in-review podcast series. What do you think, man? Are you what, what, what are we on? NFC North? NFC North, baby. It's bittersweet, bro. I had a lot of fun doing this, but I'm kind of ready to be done with it, man. <laughs> I know, man. Just so many teams with the whole cap space and giving out grades. It's been fun, man. But like I said, it just gets us closer to draft season, baby. Draft season is a really fun season, especially for us because our teams kind of suck. Your team doesn't suck. My team sucks. One team I would never have bet on drafting a quarterback last year was <laughs> the Green Bay Packers. And hell. Uh, Hey, you know what they did? They drafted a quarterback in the first round. That might have been their best pick because they got Aaron Rodgers pissed off at the world. (laughs) It seems so. And and he won MVP. Granted, they had a weird-ass draft, right? They didn't draft a wide receiver because why would they help Aaron Rodgers? They drafted a running back that's kind of a throwback player. Jordan Love didn't see the field. I gave the Packers a C, bro, because they had a hell of a year. Maybe I'm being a little too harsh, but postseason letdown like the Saints, it's kind of... It was kind of championship or bust for them, and they busted, and they didn't. I don't know, bro. It's just it was a tough way to end. Maybe I'm being a little too harsh. Maybe I'll bump it up to a C plus. Wow, that's that's really harsh. I I think that they made some some big strides this year. Vontae Adams, hell of a season, like we said. Uh, Aaron Rodgers MVP. The defense took a really really big step this year. I think they took it to a whole nother level, as as far as you know, compared to defenses in the past for Green Bay. But I'm going to give them a B, just a solid B. I feel like that's that's where they need to be. They had a tough loss against Tampa Bay. I think a lot of people will argue that they had a couple of tough calls against them. They were probably a, a stop away from getting the ball back to Aaron Rodgers and seeing what they could do. But the reality is another year of Aaron Rodgers not making it to a Super Bowl. That's a tough pill to swallow for Packer fans. He hasn't been to one since, what, 2011? Maybe 2010 Man. when they beat the Steelers? Almost as bad as way Drew Brees. Yeah, way too long for Aaron Rodgers, bro. Way too freaking long. And I think the big thing for the Packers is, I'm not even going to entertain the, is Aaron Rodgers going to be a Packer th- like sentiments or rumors going out? Like, I don't believe that for a second. Unless he wants out, but he said he won't, like. I don't think he's going anywhere. Where's he going to have a better chance to win a championship? I mean, you talk you talk about teams having better situations. I think there's a couple of teams with a, with a couple of better situations. Look, I'm not going to entertain it. If you want to, 
That's all you, bro. But look, are they going to realize they're in the win-now mode? That they should go after a weapon? That they should need to go after a guy like an Antoine Winfield, a Tristan Wirfs? Someone who's going to make impact now, not four years from now. Because look, <laughs> A.J. Dillon. All this scanning ain't cutting it. A.J. Dillon did not cut it. He's good. I like him a lot. But he's just not... He's not an impact player. Well, he might come to fruition this year because they might lose Aaron Jones. He already turned down a huge offer. As far as the Packers go, you're you're totally right. They're in win now mode. Aaron Rodgers is not getting any younger. The defense has improved. They got a freaking lockdown corner in Jahir Alexander. He's a stud. They also have the opposite of a lockdown corner on the other side of the field in Kevin King. Who, <laughs> like I kind of liked, but man, I just was a tough pill to swallow watching him suck in the NFC Championship game. I was a big, I was a big fan of Kevin King coming out too, out of out of Washington with that death row. They, they used to call themselves death row back back in Washington. All those DBs. The only thing that's death row right now is Kevin King's career in Green Bay. More than likely, come on. <laughs> but look, I I think um, a big thing that Aaron Rodgers has going for him and the Green Bay Packers, their offensive line is amazing. Corey Lindsley, Elton Jenkins, David Bakhtiari winded up getting hurt. It was tragic, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be back next season ready to go with that new contract. He's one of the best left tackles in the league, if not the best. Let's just say this. His injury definitely showed up in the NFC Championship game where Billy Turner and Rick Wagner were getting destroyed. Look, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers probably drove down the value for four tackles more than anybody. The Packers, two tackles, and the Chiefs more than anybody I've ever seen. Like, those guys have, like, the lowest <laughs> lowest value in the NFL right now. They destroyed them. And, look, I got Billy Turner, Rick Wagner as cut, as cut candidates. Same thing with Josh Jackson. Same thing with Preston Smith and Dean Lowry. All those guys are overpaid. Josh Jackson is as good as gone. He's a bust. I hope so. And same thing with Preston Smith. I feel like he's either going to have to take a huge pay cut or he's going to be gone. You save $8 million, and for a team that's $20 million over the cap, you need to save some money. And this is the eighth time I said it, probably more than eight times, honestly. You can you can maneuver that number around pretty easily. Yeah, the cap doesn't concern me. I think the big question is, are they going to wind up drafting a receiver? Because Marcus Valdez-Scantling is not going to cut it. Alan Lazard, aka Lizard, is not gonna cut it. A whole bunch. They just got a bunch of guys who are just a bunch of eh. Like, oh, he's in the NFL. Like all these guys, I swear, are like fourth string receivers on other teams. But for the Packers, they wind up making big plays because Aaron Rodgers, and they shouldn't be out there. They need to get another playmaker. I I would love Lizard as like the fourth receiver, but not like sometimes you're like second receiver. <laughs> Like, go ahead and make a trade for Julio Jones. I know he's banged up. Try to get Kenny Galladay. Chris Godwin. I would love to see Chris Godwin on this team. That would be a big, like, steal for them if they can get Godwin. Yeah, if they can get Godwin, that would be big. I feel like he'll fit perfectly in Green Bay. But a guy that winded up having to sit out because of COVID is a guy like Devin Funches. Even though uh, Devin Funches is not the best player, but if you wind up getting Devin Funches back... He's your third. You wind up signing a guy like Chris Godwin. That wide receiving core is completely turned around. And Devontae can play from the slot. That's no issue for him. Same thing with Godwin. I feel like Godwin and him will be really good interchangeable pieces that they can work with on the offense. The one thing I'll say about Aaron Rodgers' like time in Green Bay, if they have a bad year this year or they kind of underwhelm again, 
I think Denny's as good as gone. Yeah, if if they wind up having a season like that again where they're good in the regular season and they wind up losing, it's it's like, man, whether whether it's Aaron Rodgers or the team, something has to give. Peyton Manning wound up moving on. Tom Brady wound up doing it. Sometimes your team just doesn't do the best things to make you to make you better. And I feel like the fact that they haven't drafted a wide receiver in the first round for the whole time that he's been there is ridiculous. It should never be like that. I don't understand how they haven't taken one. Like I get if they took under five or something, but not one ever. Like, come on. I 100% agree with you. And and you know what? They're going to lose potentially Robert Tunyon, their tight end. I thought he was pretty good for them, Juan. Same thing with Lizard. He might be gone. And Corey Lindsley, free agent. you got to get him back. All pro center. Yeah, you got to sign him. You need that. I think this is like a really big offseason for them. Like, they could potentially. I know they're a Super Bowl contender, but like they need to solidify it. Because two years ago against the Niners, no one gave them a chance. They They were not in the same league. That was Aaron Rodgers again. This year, they actually had a chance to win the Super Bowl, but they have to get better. I'm sorry. There's a lot. They can get a lot better, and they need to. They actually need to be aggressive for once. Yeah, and maybe with them choking in the playoffs again, it might put Matt LaFleur on the on the hot seat. Which would be crazy to say because he's been so successful, but, I mean, he hasn't won the games when they count, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think something will give, and I think Aaron Rodgers will give at this point just because of his age and just on the fact that he's just fed up. And I believe that the Green Bay Packers will probably just move on and go the the Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love era. Definitely, There's definitely some hot seats in this division for coaches. I mean, we could either go with a Nagy. We can go to Mike Zimmer. Matt Patricia's seat already got too hot and burned his ass, and he's out of town. <laughs> well, hey, you know let, what? I'm, let's talk about the Lions. I want to talk about Yeah, uh, I was going to say, let's go from best to worst probably. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. So season review. How does it go? I want to hear your grade. It was a D. The only good thing they did was fire Fat Boy Patricia, who just was awful. Awful tenure in Detroit. We we've talked about this enough. You fucked up firing Jim Codwell. Good job. You trade you went from nine and seven to four and twelve. Good job. I'm giving them an F. I, I don't I don't think they deserve a D. I think it's a flat out F. Jeffrey Okuda did not wind up showing up this year. He he didn't look like a good draft pick. Like you said, they fire Fat Boy Patricia. He's gone. They wind up losing out on Matthew Stafford. It's it's bad, dude. Like Stafford was hurt a couple weeks. The only thing good that came out of Detroit was uh, Matt Stafford. That's it. But as far as the season goes, F. I mean, Stafford's gone now, too. They got Jerry Goff, and he's not the answer. That was a great trade, though. Like They got two first-round picks. They got Goff. Maybe he can do something. Maybe he can finally prove why he got that contract. I doubt it. But I'll take the two first-round picks, and this is a team that needs to—they need a complete rebuild. Like you said, Akuda, he was banged up for ninety percent of the year. He didn't really play, but when he did play, he didn't look like the guy from Ohio State, right? Like he was surefire, surefire third-best player in the draft. They drafted him high. It was a high draft pick. They have six million dollars in cap space, but they're probably going to make a lot of cuts. I think Justin Coleman, Jesse James, Nick Williams, Danny Shelton—those are all guys from the Patricia era. And typically when a new coach comes in, they clean house. Yeah, and especially a guy like Dan Campbell. He looks like he's ready to rock and roll. You know what What it kind of reminds me of, just on a whole different atmosphere of energy, but it kind of reminds me of a guy like Jack Del Rio coming in. Just that tough nose, hard-nosed coach, doesn't take shit, and 
he's gonna he's gonna bring along a lot of solid coordinators and it's not gonna work out right away but i think as time progresses i think they're gonna be good they just gotta draft well and like you said they got a clean house and they gotta they gotta get his guys in there correct and hopefully they give him more than a year hopefully they don't scapegoat him because like we've seen so many times chip kelly to the niners didn't work out one year vance joseph had one year um who was the guy for the Arizona Cardinals? That was was that Vance Steve Joseph? Wilkes. Who was the other one? Steve Wilkes didn't get a chance. Uh, it's just you got to give these guys more than a year, unless it's so bad where it's like okay, I like like they've lost the locker room, yada yada yada. But you got to give these guys a chance. And look, they got a couple big free agents: Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. They're probably going to tag Galladay from all reports, which kind of sucks if you're in the market for a receiver. But I think Marvin Jones could be a like a contributor. And I know he's a little up there in age, but he's solid. Yeah, Kenny Galladay's solid. It's a tragic that the franchise tag is going to hold him, but man, <sighs> that that's a different. We need Goff needs weapons to throw to. <laughs> yeah, they they need to get they need to get a defense. They need to get a couple of linebackers. Uh, they haven't had a good pass rusher since what that one year with Ziggy. Yeah, that one year with Ziggy Anza. But we can go back to um, Kyle Vanderbosch with the red contacts. <laughs> Throw him in there. Cliff Averill. Yeah, Cliff Averill. Oh, Cliff Averill. Yeah, Cliff Averill, Sue, and the boys. That was a fun year for Detroit. Like, it's been downhill since then, bro. Yeah, they're just moving backwards. They they tapped they tapped out from the Matthew Stafford era. They're going into a whole new rebuild. But let's see how it goes, man. I, I like Dan Campbell. I like his energy. It's funny. With the whole biting off kneecaps kind of thing. But I, I just I truly feel like he fits Detroit. He's one of the few coaches I've seen that really fit the city of Detroit. Jim Caldwell, he didn't really, you know, fill that void and really have that feel of Detroit. Even a guy like uh Jim Schwartz a couple of years back, he didn't really fit it. It's just been some dull guys in Detroit a couple of years. And you know, Matt Patricia did not fit that. But even even if they wanted up getting a guy like Robert Sala, I think he would have been a good fit too. But all in all, they got they got the poor man's Robert Sala. They got Dan Campbell. All right, he's gonna bring some energy. He's gonna bring a culture. He's not gonna take no shit. And I hope they're 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 at least competitive every week. They're not gonna have a good season. I'll tell you that much. They're not gonna win a lot of games. But I hope they're competitive. I hope he has his team ready to play. I'm with you. I feel like he can kind of have like a Matt Rule type of vibe from there, like where they're competitive, but they just lose games because they don't have the talent. And which hot seat do you want to go to next? Zimmer? I think he's on the hot seat. I don't care what anybody says. Or you want to go to Nagy? No, let's stay on Zimmer. Let's go to the Vikings. Well, they started off like trash. They kind of saved Zimmer's job halfway through the year. They kind of did that Dan Quinn shit where they went, they went off in the end of the year. This is an old defense, bro. Their defense was garbage. And it was a lot of injury, a lot of new guys. Like, like before I get into it, give me your grade, one. I'm going to go C+. Plus. They have a lot of positives going for them. The whole Justin Jefferson, they they hit it out of the park with that one. They winded up training Stephon Diggs, and they ended up with Justin Jefferson. And the future is looking bright for him. It started off bad, but at the tail end, Dalvin Cook and, and the defense kind of got it together. I wouldn't say together to the point where they're going to make the playoffs. But they finished off pretty strong because it was bad in the beginning of the season. Like It was really bad. Look, I'll say this. Thielen is 31. Kendricks is going to be 29. Harrison Smith's 32. Kirk Cousins, 32. Anthony Barr, 
He's 29. Like, I feel like those guys are the holdovers from the Zimmer era, mostly on the defense I'm talking about. But I think Harrison Smith's kind of done. Like, he can still be a good safety, but he's not elite anymore. Eric Kendrick, he's been elite for a long time, never got the credit. But he's kind of getting up there in age. And I get the defense needs to be reworked. They need a draft for defense. Like you said, Justin Jefferson, amazing rookie year. He was arguably a top five receiver, not even for rookies, just in general. I, I love the Dalvin Cook. He's great. But what do you think they're going to do with Kirk Cousins? Is he staying? Is he going? Are they going to get Jimmy Garoppolo in there? Man, it, it really depends because I feel like if they keep a guy like Kirk Cousins, they're kind of just giving in and to the point where well, we'll just be average, okay? If this team really wants to rework it and maybe they they pick up some some notable free agents or whatever the case is, maybe they can make a run at a, at a really good quarterback like a guy like Sam Darnold or a guy like Derek Carr, Carson Wentz. The list goes on. Maybe get a new quarterback in there and see how it goes. But with Kirk Cousins, I, I just feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be average. Like you're not gonna really go no, you're not gonna win a Super Bowl with him. I think it's obvious. You know, and they're seven million over the cap, right? And they could there's a lot of ways to get money for this team. Like they could cut Anthony Barr, save the ten million, cut Thielen ten more million, Harrison Smith another ten, Kyle Rudolph seven more million. The salary is the least of their problems. They just need to figure out are we gonna compete? Are we gonna rebuild? Because right now they're in the middle, and that's kind of a shitty place to be. And honestly, if I was a betting person, which I sometimes do bet, but I would I would go with Zimmer. It might be the first coach fired. Like I feel like out of the whole he's division, kind of coming towards the end of his time. No, just in the football in general. I feel like he kind of was already on the hot seat. Wow. Most of the guys have been fired. He's kind of been there a long time. Like there might need to be a change soon. I like Zimmer, man. I like what he brings. I do too. It's just you know it's kind of ran its course, bro. They kind of their their windows kind of closed already. Like this, like the year with Ch- Case Keenum was their best chance. A team that I feel like that their coach is on the hot seat a little bit more, more than Mike Zimmer, is Matt Nagy. I mean, they picked it up at the end of the season. Who's their quarterback? It was Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles. I don't know who the hell was the quarterback, man. They wanted up showing some type of life in the running game for the first time with David Montgomery towards the end of the season. It was it was good to watch, but their defense is not the same from a couple years back. Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack and guys like Roquan Smith, I felt like they were solid. They weren't they weren't elite. I, I would get I would give this team a D, a D plus. I, and I'll give it a D plus just because. Of what we've seen at the end as far as the running game. And Mitchell Trubisky was playing good at times. I think you're being too harsh, bro. I gave him a C+. Plus. They made the playoffs. They they were kind of kept it a little close with the Saints for a while. Look, whose defense is in worse shape? The Bears from an age standpoint or the Vikings? It's it's the Vikings. You still think so? Yeah. Do you think Khalil Mack's still like an elite edge rusher? Yeah, most definitely. I felt like he kind of looked banged up. I mean, he was banged up last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he seems like he's been banged up for the last two years. Look, I'll just say this. I, I like the Bears' defense, but they could really use an infusion of young talent. The Robert Quinn deal I wasn't a big fan of. He was okay for them. I don't, like, how much longer can you really count on Akeem Hicks, bro? He's pretty up there. He's like 32. Like Eddie Goldman, he's okay. But, like, Khalil Mack, he kind of – like, they need a monster year for Mack. That's what they really need. And at 30, he's not old, but he's not getting any younger, and that's kind of scary. 
Yeah, it's kind of, thank God that they're in the NFC because they made the playoffs. But with the whole young core kind of thing, I, I feel like they do have some young talent. As far as in the back, it, back end, is Eddie Jackson's not that old. Kyle Fuller's at a pretty good age. And Khalil Mack, yeah, he's he's not young anymore. But I feel like he's such an elite player. He's going to be playing at the top of his game for a while until he starts dipping. Just just off the the pure talent that he has. But yeah, maybe maybe they can get a little bit younger and, and with um, Eddie Goldman, and maybe they can get a little bit younger with Akeem Hicks and you know other guys like that, and especially like uh, Robert Quinn. That contract was terrible, but yeah, it really was, and he didn't have the year they thought he was going to have. And look, I'm looking at their roster right now. Can we just say the Nick Foles trade was was stupid? Like he did nothing for them. <laughs> he did a little something when he came in. What he won one game, I know, two games, I know. and he lost a job. <laughs> like, what? Well, really, what was the move for them? That was the most lateral ass move. Let's be real. Everyone wanted to give shit for the Eagles for getting like, keeping Carson Wentz. What the hell's Nick Foles done? He just stole eighty eight million dollars from Jacksonville. That's all he's done since he got signed. Like he left the Eagles. I think a big thing with Nick Foles though, it's it's like he needs the right place and environment and i i feel like philly was just that place i don't i don't think any anywhere else it's it's he's gonna duplicate on what he did so it's kind of hard to tell because i really do feel like that i feel like there's only a couple places where he can succeed like maybe the other place i can think of is like kansas city you know i'm just saying man i'm so tired of like i still see the nick full shit and i'm just like you know what like he's he's been crap since he left philadelphia you know what he needs to be? He needs to be a a backup until like the postseason. And then I guess he'll catch fire and shit. You know what? And I want to just, I just want to say one thing. I I don't think Trubisky is amazing, by no stretch of the imagination is he. But Matt Nagy throws that man under the fucking bus, and his offense ain't that all that. You know, I feel like Matt Nagy's mediocre, just like Trubisky, but he just wants to just put all the blame on Trubisky. And it's like, you know what, Nagy, you're not that great yourself, bro. Yeah, Trubisky gets a lot of flack, and Matt Nagy is a big reason why his play calling is questionable. But they're done with Trubisky, right? Do you see Trubisky coming back? I think they kind of have to bring him back, truthfully. I mean, they're $6 million over the cap, but they can easily cut, like, five guys and have, like, $20 million. But who are you really going to get? Like, if I was them, I would take one more gamble on Trubisky. They went 10-6, and six, right? Well, how's how's the market looking for Trubisky, though? It's not really big, but I'm saying you bring him back. Like, who else are you going to bring in? I mean, you can bring in a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick just to hold hold the, the ship down. I might, you might as well go with Trubisky and see if you can get something out of him. You might have to wind up paying him a lot more, man. I feel like Trubisky's market will be kind of big, as crazy as that sounds. Who, who the hell wants Mitch Trubisky? Like the Redskins? Oh, oh my God, I'm so no. sorry. That, was, that wasn't even close. <laughs> the football team? Maybe your Eagles? No. The Colts? Stop. The Jets? We're not doing a Wentz for Trubisky and full swap. <laughs> Please don't do that to me. I don't need that in my life. No, I, I, I feel sorry, like whether, whether it's for a starter or backup, I feel like the market will be kind of kind of bigger than you think for Mitchell Trubisky. I don't know. What do you think the market for his number one target, Allen Robinson, is? I feel poor Allen Robinson, right? <laughs> he hasn't had a good quarterback for one damn year in his NFL career. <laughs> Uh man, it, he it has to be. Bortles with Trubisky. It has to be big. 
His market should be big. Allen Robinson's a talent, man. And he says, I don't get it, though. He says that he's cool with coming back to the, either the Jags or the Bears. <laughs> well, the, the Trevor Lawrence thing, hes I'm sure he's intrigued by. A guy who can throw the ball. In the Trubisky thing, they're probably like, don't worry, he's not coming back. Like, we got you. Don't trip. Don't trip, little homie. We got you. <laughs> Do you think they need to add some receiving help? Because they got the guy who socked out Charlie Gardner Johnson <laughs> and drops touchdowns in playoff games. I like the guy they have, the rookie. Uh, what's his name? Um, Mooney's good. I like Anthony Miller, even though he's not great. Anthony Miller's whatever. They, they also have, like, seven tight ends. They got like Jimmy Graham, the corpse of Jimmy Graham. Can we cut him? Can we just put a pin in Jimmy Graham's career? <laughs> Is David Montgomery the guy? Do you do you believe in the hype at the end of the season? No, I think he's going to lose some of his carries when Tariq Cohen comes back healthy. I think people forgot how dynamic Tariq Cohen is. Yeah, they wound up losing Tariq Cohen kind of early in the season too. There was a good stretch where David Montgomery looked like he belonged on the Pittsburgh Steelers because <laughs> he wasn't making nobody miss. He's not fast. Yeah, and the tell end, he, he kind of showed showed some some elusiveness. But what about the offensive line? The offensive line is, you know, they got, uh, what's his name, Charles Lennon. I think that's their left tackle. Charles Leno. They got Charles, Charles Leno, James Daniels, Cody Whitehair. Bobby Massey, they could use some help there for sure. I mean, do you see him competing next year, whether it's Trubisky or not? Like, okay, let's just assume Trubisky's in there. Like, what are they going to do? I think they go 8-8, eight 9-7, and, eight, nine and seven, like maybe sneak into the playoffs. <sighs> yeah, I would have to agree. The I think the, their window's missed. I think their window was missed. They, they made that big old trade with the Raiders with the whole Khalil Mack trade, and it, it looked good the first season. It looked really good. Khalil Mack. You know what? Take two minutes to tell me how good it looked the first two weeks. <laughs> no, I'll I'll give you I'll give you two minutes on how good it looked the whole season for Khalil Mack. And yeah, especially those those first two weeks. It was tell me the tell me the story. Tell me the story <laughs> that if you remember the story I'm talking about. Yeah, Khalil Mack wanted up getting traded, and he for for the first no not the one where you bet your soul the other <laughs> I one. know but the first two weeks of the season geez ESPN could not stop talking about this dude like first of all the Bears started off Sunday night football week one week two Monday night football so it was back to back national televised games and all they were talking about was Khalil Mack I swear Khalil Mack and the Bears Khalil and the Mack this why did the Raiders trade him I can't believe the Raiders traded this guy. It was just like nonstop hell for me. I hated it. But they missed out on their window. Straight up. That the double doink. The double doink of the field goal with uh who was it? Cody Parkey, right? Ex Eagle, bro. Yeah, ex Eagle. That that was their chance, man. That defense was great. Their offense was good enough. But I feel like they missed out on their window. That window's gone. And looking back at that trade. I mean, time will tell. It's it's not looking like the Raiders did any better with those with those draft picks, but man, it, it's looking like a situation where I wouldn't be surprised if if the Bears wind up trading Khalil Mack just to get some assets. That wouldn't shock me, in all honesty. And I, just, when you were talking about your story, I just remember there was like this week he wasn't in the game, and they kept showing him, and you're like, he's not even in the fucking game. Why are they showing this fool? <laughs> I'm so sick of it, bro. Everywhere I turn, Cleo Mac, Cleo Mac. It was hell. (laughs) 
I think that's all the teams, right? The only thing left to do is just to rank this last division. Who's the top dog? It's got to be Green Bay, right? Yeah, Green Bay. Green Bay's number one. I'm with you on that. Who's the second one? It's kind of up in the air. I'm going to go Vikings. I'm going to go Vikings. I, feel- I got to keep the Bears, bro. Really? Yeah, I just feel like they made the playoffs, the Vikings. I feel Barely, like really they went 8-8, eight eight, dog. You act like they went 10-6. That's 10 okay. And playoffs is playoffs. They play in a tough division. Kind of a tough division. Nah. I think I think Zimmer's going to lose the locker room credit. next year, and he's going to get fired. I got them at three, and I got the Lions at four. Lions, you're in for a rough one, bro. Sorry. <laughs> I got Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. That's how I got it. Yeah, we just got the one mismatch, right? Exactly. We'll see how the Chicago the Bears do. Hopefully they trade Khalil Mack back to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, that won't fix your problems, don't worry. <laughs> oh man. Well, we appreciate you guys, man. If you guys uh winded up tuning in to all these season recaps slash off season outlooks, hey, props to you, bro, because we've been grinding these out. We did every division. We did every single team, all right? So we didn't skip over no teams, nothing like that. Unbiased around here. And trust me, we almost skipped the Raiders, but one had a fight to keep them in, bro. <laughs> well, make sure to follow us, bro, on all social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Hit the subscribe button, bro. What are you doing? Pause this video. Go like it. All right? Like the damn video. Comment down below. Tell us what you think. Packer fans, Bears fans, Vikings, Lions. Tell us what you think down below, all right? I'm really curious to see what people think about the Bears, bro. Because I feel like they're in a super weird position as a team. Yeah, a lot of these teams are at a crossroads, besides the Lions probably. But especially the the Vikings and the Bears seem like at a crossroads where we're not good enough to win the Super Bowl, but we're not bad enough to get the number one pick. That's true. And I don't know if I said this earlier, bro, but they need to smash the like button, right? And the YouTube And the YouTube follow button. You almost got it. YouTube subscribe button. Subscribe. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Max is trying to get hit with social media and and streaming platforms. But straight up, you know what they need to smash the like button like the way Cody Park he smashes the ball into the uprights when he attempts a (laughs) field goal and doinks it. Oh my god! (laughs) All right, y'all. We out. Till next time. Peace.